0: Welcome loves, so glad you're here. In this episode, I'm joined by the most amazing soul, Alyssa Josie. Alyssa is an international DJ, sound healer, and founder of Deep House Yoga, a live DJ yoga brand that melds her love of music and wellness in transformative events and shows. Deep House Yoga's mission is to provide a playful, heartfelt yoga experience with state-of-the-art sound and unique spaces, all while advocating for mental health and philanthropic causes near and dear to the community's heart. In this episode, Alyssa and I dive into the beauty of honoring your mental health, how she found her calling, and the power of finding your right wellness tools. We also get into the transformative healing power of sound and how Lyssa brings this to her live events all around the world and online, which of course, you know I love. On a cellular level, sound is such a transformative tool. It can be as easy as tuning into a high vibe playlist. Let's dive in. Welcome to End the Calm Podcast. I'm your host, Georgiana Alexander, founder of Chaos and Calm. I'm an entrepreneur, quantum life explorer, leadership business strategist, and transformation coach. I'm actually obsessed with helping others up-level and connect to their truth. That starts with deep diving into what's possible. This is your community, your home for connection, expansion, learning, and laughter. So join me and my guests each week as we get into all the good stuff, health and wellness, life business, relationships, and my personal favorite quantum up levels. I'm so glad you're here. You belong. Welcome, Alyssa. Thank you so much for being here. And Thank you for having me. <laughs> we've already had such great conversations. I wish we were recording some of those moments, but you are just such a light in the world. The more that I get to know you and hear your story, the more I feel like that message is so valuable. And I feel like in the work that you do, you're a DJ, and you have this amazing group that you work with bringing yoga and movement and music and sound together for wellness and healing. I can tell anyone listening that I've experienced this firsthand, and it was incredible. I could barely do the yoga that we were doing because I wanted to get up and dance. It was just so inspired your journey and your intention. It's not a surprise that your work is so powerful and impactful. So what well, Welcome. I would love it if you would share how this began for you. I love that you bring in wellness in your background and all of these things to the work that you do. So bring us back to the beginning of where that started. Amazing.
1: Thank you for that beautiful intro. I love you. I love connecting (laughs) with you, you and this has been so fun. So my wellness journey started in college. I was dealing with some mental health issues, anxiety attacks, depression. I really didn't have the tools and really know What to do with myself, and so I did some research. I didn't want to just get on medication, I wanted to really figure out what's going on. There's something empty or broken inside of me. What's happening? Were you being pushed towards
0: medication for help? Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know, the school counselors and college, like anxiety medication or antidepressants, and then Mm -hmm. they throw you into talk therapy. That's kind of the protocol, right? And that wasn't gonna work for me. I already knew it. And so I did some research and found this treatment center in Florida that was more holistic and That's where I got into yoga, energy healing, meditation, art therapy. I had this amazing therapist who we would do like past life regression therapy. Oh my gosh, I love that. He was super psychic. And it it changed my whole life. And when I was there, I was like, at some point in my life, I want to be able to help people feel just an ounce of how I felt at this place, like being able to express my emotions, connect with like minded people, you know, connect to my body, my creativity, beautiful souls, you know, and it was such a beautiful experience. And I think anything I've been doing for the last 10 years has been inspired by those 30 days I spent really working on my heart and soul. I got chills.
0: Mm -hmm. I got so many chills for this story. And it makes so much sense that you've had this This journey on your own to navigate mental health. And, you know, we've talked about in our conversations how it was just not a time where mental health was accepted. You know, people were really being torn apart. It was this taboo thing to talk about, it was not the thing that was accepted. And here you are, so courageously finding your own answers and stepping outside of that and then making it your own personal mission. And I think it is your calling. I mean, it seems to me that it's your calling to bring that into everything that you do to help inspire and lead others, to know that they're supported in their mental health and wellness. From my experience in our conversations and just your work and experiencing that, I can feel your intention move through your music and the programs that you create with your tours and things like that. I mean, it's amazing. It's just incredible that you've been able to have that shine through and Mm -hmm. impact others.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, I experienced those, you know, mental health neuroses really, you know, early on statistics with depression and anxiety. I mean, it's high. Most people are going to experience it in their lifetime. And I feel really grateful that I was able to gather some of these tools and be able to share them with other people. Now that, you know, everybody's kind of felt that we've been through so much over the years and the pandemic. It's really nice to be able to facilitate these spaces for people to feel good.
0: I love that we are able to have conversations openly about mental health and really talk about it, especially I feel like for kids, because so many kids experience depression and anxiety and panic attack early on. Actually, Mm -hmm. I have a younger sister who had growing up who experienced these things and in some cases it led to suicide in some cases mm. it led to other breakdowns it's so there are tools available in helping people right. understand that they're not alone and this this is normal. This is a normal part of human life and experience and growth and challenges and going through different experiences that we all go through. I think to be able to have that conversation for kids and then also with adults who went through it and weren't validated and weren't supported as, right. as was the case in, for you. It's just yeah. powerful to be able to bring that up in conversation now and have so many resources and tools. I love that you're bringing in sound healing to your work and music mm-hmm. as a DJ. And you do a lot mm-hmm. of events with yoga, with, mm-hmm. you know, wellness space. And then you're bringing all of this together. How mm-hmm. how did that come into play? Like, how did you decide, okay, I need to bring my bowls into DJ set, you know? <laughs> well, kind of
1: like the beginning of it, the reason I even merged the two is when I started DJing, a lot of the records I wanted to play didn't. It? perform that well in the dance floor. They were beautiful records, but very emotive and slow and Mm. really great for yoga. And at the time, there really wasn't any special yoga events going on. And if there was, they were super expensive kind of trade show yoga experiences. Also, when I was going to classes at core power, I would walk in and, you know, God bless whoever likes classic rock or country, but (laughs) there would be like, that's what would be playing. That's not the case anymore. I feel like music is a whole education component with yoga teacher training now. Mm -hmm. But I felt like that wasn't the case in the past. I felt like there was a space to really bring in beautiful sounds and really elevate the experience in a different way. And that's what I've been doing over the last, I guess, has it been like six years with Deep House Yoga? And now I've just been really called to bring in the bowls and really add that extra element. Started taking more sound baths and just realizing how powerful these different frequencies are and Mm -hmm. As a DJ and just as a human in general, (laughs) you know how it changes your experience. And so I'm just... Want to just keep making classes
0: and experiences that much better. Amazing. It's so cool because you think of going to a yoga class with just slow meditative music, but what you bring in is this full experience. It goes from the slow meditative into really uplift and movement. Like, I really wanted to get off my mat and start dancing. It felt so good. So, you're bringing it through the full spectrum of emotions with the music that you. Are inspired by. It's so cool because it is so powerful. You like and I've talked about our shared passion for sound bowls and music in general. Got my first set of sound bowls. Gosh, like been I think about twenty years ago. It's been a journey because, as we discussed, I've kind of needing to let those go and find them good homes because I didn't want them to get broken as I was moving around. And finding new ones, have become like a part of my daily life as well. I really thought about for me when music started making an impact and. It's interesting because a lot of people have this conception in their mind of sound healings. I think that they are a sacred space, but they associate it as solely a sacred space. Or the DJ music is strictly for clubs, right? But music in all forms has the ability to transform us and to help bring intentions and that seed power into our lives and help us realign and heal our illnesses. I remember being about five years old, we had these organs and we had like an electric organ in my house and also piano, I just instinctually would sit And play these chords and these notes and sing along and hum along and and like kind of make up my own songs. But I remember actually the sensation was I was going into trances. So it's so instinctual to us as humans to align to vibration and sound for healing, Mm -hmm. for soothing, for all Ah, these different purposes. And so so it's so Mm cool. I was like, wait, I was (laughs) trancing when I was
1: five. (laughs) Oh my God. It's so funny to think of how you connect to it back then, right? I remember when I was really young, I would write out the lyrics to all these like super melancholic songs. <laughs> and I would just like get into my feels like I'm not I don't know about like yeah. being torn out of my chest yet. But I could just oh, feel it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and loved it. And I love that. Mm, I love like a good emotive
0: mix. Oh, that's so good. When you are in these experiences that you're holding, what are some of the transformations that either you've felt or that you've seen people have because it is so powerful to combine Mm. the yoga, the meditation, the dance music, meditation music, and then the power of the bowls too. Like, What does that look like when you're in that experience?
1: Well, I mean, you don't have to be a lover of deep house, but you have to be open to liking dance music for our experiences, I believe. Or, I mean, I've also had people who weren't that into it come to our events and be like, wow, that was really (laughs) incredible. But just like the poses in yoga, we're working through the chakra systems with the poses, but with the music, I'm working around with different keys that work with different chakra systems. And the way we program the class it's super grounding and then we're uplifted we're going through the whole spectrum of feelings and emotions throughout the class when when the vibe is right it's it's electric and I've, I've had people come up to me and cry after class and you know oh, that's I, a, imagine. I mean it's not going to be everyone <laughs> but when you can find those people who just vibe on the same frequency and like love the same artists that you love and they connect mm-hmm. with the instructors that we've booked and you just know you found your soul family when everyone gets it and it's just you're you're in it and it's such a release for people and it's a moment to play a lot of times people don't get to dance like that unless they're super drunk at the club I know that was my experience too back in when I was DJing a lot or going out a lot I didn't get to let loose and really have my like aura vibrate with a bunch of other people. And so I think it's a place
0: to not only be introspective, but to connect with others on a different level. I mean, I've experienced that with, you know, say chanting, or the power of that group setting, but you're so right. When you're in club space, you kind of want to go into that, but then you're taking in everybody's shit. Whatever they're dealing with and is on them is sort of, it comes up when you're in a a drunk state or an affected state, it it brings stuff up for people. And then you're walking out of there muddy. So you don't have that experience of that uplift. And this environment, you're giving people the space to have the complete opposite experience where they Mm -hmm. get all of those euphoric sensations and that feeling of deep, connection where it's almost like you become one with your own energy field your whole mm. body your whole life experience it's vibrating with the music both physically and energetically so you're mm. able to then connect with others and realize the connected space that you're a part of. It's mm. so incredible to get to have that experience. And what's really cool about it is I even felt that with you on Zoom. So it's, it mm. translates beyond just being in person, which I think in our day and time is really cool. It doesn't have to be in person. It's better to be in person, right? That would That's mm. amazing. But it also mm. translates through the screen because your intention has been set that that's what you want to show up mm. for with people. So it's amazing. Oh, amazing. Me so happy you could feel it. Yeah, you get it. That's I, how get you do you, it. Girl. I get so, you. I'm so so happy, <laughs> my people. And so going back to you, your mental health journey and wellness, it it really struck me as such an interesting point. In that, in a lot of the music's world and a lot of industries, it's always been structured in a way that really is not very supportive of our mental health, of our well-being, even look at this year's gymnastics. I think that was such a really incredible moment for mental health and really stepping up for your own wellness and being your own advocate. I think I mentioned to you how when I was in college,
1: there were a few sorority sisters who made fun of me for my yeah. panic attacks, my mental health. And like today that would not fly at all. Yeah. It's changed so much. And I'm, I'm so proud of us as a society to be like evolving <laughs> and growing in that way. Yeah.
0: It's like the light, right? We we can we can pinpoint a lot of things that maybe aren't going right, but when we really look at the core of how we're evolving, I think we are we are growing and getting lighter and better, and you know coming into a good space. How has that been for you? I mean, you obviously came into a music space where even going on tours or playing different gigs, it's not always supportive of highest well-being, and so it'd be really cool for you to speak to what you've found to be able to even in environments where that's not the the norm of the container, that you were able to find what works for you?
1: Yeah, well, one, everybody is different, right? And I kind of fell into this DJing by accident. I was going through a breakup and a friend encouraged me to throw myself into a hobby and he had known I'd wanted to DJ for a while. And so my whole DJ journey started from the healing process that I did for myself. I Mm. shut myself in my bedroom and just worked on a mix for like a month and uploaded the mix online in like the middle of the night. And the next morning, I had a couple DJ gigs in my inbox. So I went from just having this emotional healing experience in private in my bedroom to having to perform created a lot of anxiety for me like I'm an introvert and (laughs) I already had some mental health issues and so naturally jumping into that environment which I was being pulled to it Mm -hmm. but I also you know stage fright and I would use alcohol and substances to really calm myself in that environment. And Mm -hmm. there are more than a few times that I absolutely embarrassed myself and (laughs) removed myself from those environments. I knew it was it was me, you know, that didn't have the right self control in those environments. So I had Mm -hmm. to remove myself for a while. And really, I would work with a therapist and get intentional about, okay, if I'm going to be in those environments, what are some boundaries that I need to set for myself, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't always we succeed but I always you know I really did my best.
0: You knew what you needed and you saw that it wasn't serving you in the way that you really wanted to show up. Yeah. And then you were yeah. able to go and step out and find support that would help you yeah. sort of rebuild something well, that would also be better.
1: Knowing, knowing yourself too right like and mm-hmm. knowing that you know sometimes I can't show up as my best self in those environments and figuring out different ways where I could express my art and creativity and purpose and passion in different environments without self-harm, you know, and that's why the yoga events are so beautiful and great. The hours are better. I feel like they're more intentional for me personally. Mm -hmm. And so it's really been a good fit compared to more of the nightlife
0: stuff. And then being able to find that niche for yourself where it became the good fit and you're able to do the things that you wanted. I think that's the key takeaway. I love seeing that across a lot of different industries, industries in Hollywood, you know, with entertainment or with music or whatever the case, seeing how more and more people are showing up and saying, you know, I do need to sleep and I do need to put aside the substance and really create a life that lights me up you know, that's more honoring to the system. And it's really incredible to be able to see that shift happening across industries, but I can especially imagine in music. I remember when it used to be, you'd go hang out with the bands and Everybody was completely drugged out or on alcohol or whatever. And it shifted, I want to say like five to 10 years ago. I remember going to um, an event in Backstage and everybody wanted water. And I'm just like, this is totally different. It's amazing. Like, I need to be (laughs) hydrated. I need to have my water. Right. So, not always the case, but it was just, wow, big shift here. Big shift. People actually like, I've got an early gym appointment in the morning after this. I need to be my top game, that kind of thing, versus how yeah. it used to be. Like, yes,
1: <laughs> I I have friends that are DJs or in bands traveling, just going from city to city and drinking and doing drugs frequently. And especially during the pandemic, everyone was you know, able so to hard. slow down and really yeah. focus on what's important. I, yeah. I have friends now who, you know, used to party in all the cities that they would visit. But now on their artist rider, they have kombucha and veggie plates. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and They're doing yoga. Uh, when they're on the road. So, I mean, I think that people are definitely getting more in tune with what their body needs and figuring out what they need to do to be able to sustain that lifestyle.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Circling back to a conversation that we were having before we started recording, which was so good about listening to that inner calling and listening to our intuition. I mean, we had a whole bunch of different stories about that. But I think Mm -hmm. that ties into this too, because something inside of you was calling you for a different journey was calling you to a wellness journey. And it seems like that that's been a driver for you in the work that you're doing and and how you step forward. And I think just going back to listening to that inner voice and that intuition about when you know certain things aren't going to be right for you or Mm -hmm. certain steps forward or Mm -hmm. really listening when you know that your body is asking you for Mm self-care. What are some of your favorite self-care practices that you embody now?
1: Yeah, so I'm kind of a slave to the hot yoga. When I am not (laughs) going to yoga, I'm a bit of a hot mess like if, I, <laughs> if I'm if i like in a whirlwind of emotions my best friends or my mom's always like well have you gone to yoga and I'm like no I haven't gone in a week I'm, it's really really important in my practice and whenever I'm meditating obviously I always feel the best I'm able to manifest and connect with my guides and my mm-hmm. higher self the best eating well weekly therapy sessions mm-hmm. you know and things are crazy maybe even two therapy sessions sessions a week having that support (laughs) and making sure to create create something anything and then connecting Mm -hmm. with friends and family you know all those things are really important to my wellness
0: the piece that I feel like sometimes I have set aside is even this connection I'm so connected to my friends but oftentimes I get in a very focused workflow and Mm. it's really easy for me. I like to say I'm a social introvert, right? Like I love being social and connecting, but I can hub in my little hermit hole for a really long time to get things done that that I'm feeling called to do. But then you need that connection. You need those moments to hang out with people and see people and interact and engage. I love that you brought that in as a part of your self-care regime Mm. because you're so right, we have to, find our places to connect whatever that looks like for each of us and it is an important part of the balance just a quick
1: phone call with a loved one will completely change your vibe for days yeah. you know and so like you got to ride that way when you're in the flow and you're just feeling inspired with work right sometimes call your bff it just
0: it changes your heart Oh, absolutely. I love that. Thank you, girl. If you could share with anyone listening that's trying to navigate their way through, what would be your best advice for them?
1: Navigate their way through a dark period?
0: What's your advice to others on being able to pull through that and and move forward?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, it's easy to say, like, go to yoga and eat well and call a friend and create something. But, you know, when you're in a deep depression, they're the furthest thing from your mind. And I think doing what you what you can in that moment, you know, if that's Mm -hmm. eating a little bit healthier that day, that's like, you're in a depression, that's taking a shower, you know, giving yourself that grace, I think Mm -hmm. is so important. I went through a little bit of a dark period during Virgo seasons where my moon is and also a bunch of Mm. other weird aspects in my birth <laughs> chart that cause the twelfth house is all that darkness right before your birthday. <laughs> it's a it's a weird weird season for me too. And so I remember sitting through some darkness then and really just trying to connect back with my tools and then give it time, you know, like mm-hmm. this too that's shall pass. Sad. And yeah. it, it, it really does. It really does.
0: You just got to give it time. That's that's such a great point. I think putting in the effort and then giving it time to unfold and let things show up in your life differently mm-hmm. because we are a culture that wants quick fix two things but sometimes stuff just has to unwind personally have not had a, an experience in my life yet where I've been I would say fully in the depths of depression mm-hmm. because I think that my personality is I could sense when that was going to happen and I knew I needed to kind of take some steps pre yes. that experience and so for example my little Yorkie had passed away this has been about two years ago she was like my last baby out of oh thank you I mean she was 15 so we we knew it was gonna happen and she'd been sick for a couple of years and had been able to kind of make it through so it really wasn't a surprise but some times certain animals even though you love them all you just love she loved bigger and deeper and then so Mm -hmm. when there's that loss it was a loss in a new and different way because the love had been so expansive and helped me heal and open up so much love in my own life it just surprised me I know we could both like just have a cry moment like she's gone (laughs) and I still do get sad sometimes with it I think that it was such a powerful I love your heart so much we're sharing in this moment for sure it was so valuable for me to experience that because her love opened me up so much that it was natural to have grief and mm. i am a person who has gone through grief grief in a lot of different ways grief of loss grief of trauma healing things like that that we all have experiences with this grief was a different tone for me it hit a different chord in my life and it surprised me. It surprised me in a really big way because I was working from home. I was doing consulting and kind of in between roles and I was just not getting up out of bed, which is I love sleep. I mean, I can sleep. I can sleep for a day straight <laughs> unapologetically, <laughs> but I knew it was different and mm-hmm. I could feel what was coming. I knew, right. okay, I am about to go into a verge of depression because I mm-hmm. wasn't able to shake it how I normally could. It was something different for me and new, you know, we are inside a lot during the winter here in the East. And so I was like, okay, I've got to have a schedule and I've got to get out of the house. So I took a holiday job working in a department store in a Nordstrom and they put me in, in diamonds which is great because i love really? all my little friends i'm like oh you're such a pretty gems i'm hanging out with them it was really fun and of course they put me next to something sparkly which was helpful as well but oh i knew God. i needed to go into something that i could show up for in a different way to get into a different schedule or i was going to go into a deep depression and that right. grief It took me almost a full year to feel without slipping into that depression. I had so many friends on so many different journeys in life of depression and mental health and, you know, bipolar and all of these different things that we deal with, right, that are Mm -hmm. part of our human life. And a part of us being able to feel big and grow big the way we need to, that's just the way we are built to manage that. For me, it was really about, I needed to reframe to be able to find structure, to navigate through that experience. And it worked, but then it took time. It wasn't just a singular solution. It took time of just allowing the process to unfold. It was a really surprising gift that that passing, that death gave me. I think, mm-hmm. in understanding how to show up for myself in a different way. Well, so, like
1: allowing that rest and mm-hmm. allowing that death metaphorically and the rebirth of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're in those moments, how important it is to like give yourself that moment to breathe and rest and be in your sadness, but Definitely. not get stuck there. It's happening for a rebirth.
0: To not identify to it, right? You know, you can go through these periods of darkness because... They're helping you expand that shadow and those places. It's helping you grow and expand where you need to but finding the tools to help you navigate through that. Also honoring those different ups and downs, I think are important because as you know, we talked about it's been such a really a stigma mental health. Mm -hmm. It's been the thing that you don't talk about and you don't share. So it's the thing that you feel shame about. It's the thing that you feel like I need to cover this up and I need to hide that this is happening to me. I need to Mm -hmm. hide that these deep emotions are happening or that I'm having a panic attack or I don't know how to navigate this. That just adds even more pressure to the situation mm-hmm. and it takes That's you sweet. further away from that place of alignment to your calling because obviously if this is how this is showing up in your life I'm a person always believing there's a silver lining to it there's a reason yeah. that this yeah. is your build and your experience it's been your experience and journeys so that you can really show up and help others and, right. yeah. and still learn how to show up for others so it's Such a beautiful, a beautiful darkness, a beautiful healing, a beautiful lightness, all 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 together.
1: Finding those little messages and meaning, you know. I think. And anything, I I try to find that with any kind of chaos or anything that's happening in life. I've shared with you some crazy disappointments that have happened over the last month. (laughs) And, you know, and you don't really realize why things are happening when they're happening. But if they unfolds a few weeks later or years later, there's there's always something there that it's teaching you to
0: kind of up level you Mm -hmm. for what's to come. A million percent. And that was such a good, a good share. We were talking about earlier. We won't go into details just for privacy, but just the fact that you had this experience that you're really excited about a big experience mm-hmm. and something inside just kind of sat wrong with you about it. Like, I don't know, something doesn't feel right. All of these things kept happening to not let it come, come into <laughs> into physical form. Yeah, and we were just talking about how you know we, we get those messages all of the time about trusting our instincts, you get those little whispers like, hey, this isn't your alignment. And that doesn't make it wrong or necessarily bad. It just mm-hmm. means if you're showing up in the world wanting to be fully aligned to who you are, and then you're getting those responses in your body and in your intuition, but then you're not listening, then it oh just sets god. up for the harder journey. So for whatever reason, girl,
1: oh my god, you
0: skipped that learning lesson. We don't know what it was maybe we do. Maybe we do know what it
1: was. <laughs> well, you know, it's so funny. This has happened a few times in my career. And I've like taken a gig that maybe was in an environment that wasn't for my highest good, because not because of anybody that was there, but because of how I would show up for myself mm. in those environments. It's funny, the last few times when I tried to push myself, and was like, go do the gig for my ego or go do the gig for the notoriety. And I my computer crashed both times. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like my no. frequency is messing with the electronics yeah. and
0: everything, you know, the <laughs> universe is like, listen to me, I'm telling I'm you. To, I'm trying to help you out, trying yeah. to give you the better, the better road. Yeah, it's so true. Mm-hmm. My intention for 2022 is to really show up boldly aligned. And that is something mm-hmm. for me, it means really listening to those quiet whispers because I really want to see what how could life look? I mean, you know, in this podcast, we talk about these quantum up levels and these leaps and these flow states, mm-hmm. how good it feels when we're in that. And in your world, yeah. I mean, with this music, you get to feel that on a regular basis because mm-hmm. of what you're creating in the space that you mm-hmm. are, right? You're literally showing up creating flow states for yourself mm-hmm. and other <laughs> through mm-hmm. music. So mm-hmm. what would life look like if we <laughs> listen to these whispers that are trying to guide us towards that alignment? How oh, much easier does life get? Because it oh gets God. so much easier when you show up and flow, right? When right. you're in your aligned self, when you're listening to that inner calling, when you surrender yeah. the fears, and you're just showing up, non attached, and you're in flow and all this oh good stuff god. starts coming in but oh then we trip ourselves up with those freaking little whispers and we're like well but maybe we could make this job this person this situation maybe we could make it work but we know we already know the answer
1: oh my god <laughs> yes for 2022 to just not be like oh i knew that was gonna go wrong oh i knew that wow i'm you're expanding me right now just thinking about <laughs> what a year would be like if we just like what Year,
0: be like? Yes, I'm gonna let you know how that's going. We're gonna we're gonna revisit this conversation and Please. show up for that.
1: And I'm in, I'm inspired.
0: Cool? Yeah, yeah, I
1: love it. Still, let like, it. there's part of me that's like, oh, what if I just like test out this theory where I like listen to my head instead of my, you know? There's always you always fall back on that. But, so I'm grateful that yeah. you're an expander for me to be like, <laughs> let's try something new, you know? That and we mean, do that yeah. because we're so used to that way of thinking, right? And so yeah. trying to make sense of things with our brain instead of you know, like and I our think heart and like body.
0: It's not even our brain thinking it needs to mm-hmm. go back. Our conditioning, I mean, I guess that's mm-hmm. our brain our conditioning of our brain, but it's mm-hmm. like in our societal conditioning, that's what we're going up against is, oh, it has to be harder. Oh, we have to show up in this way, in this form. And that was also what we were talking about is letting go of the ideals of who we are not. Mm -hmm. Be able to just fully expand and express in who we are. Mm -hmm. And that is some hard shit, some hard, heavy shit sometimes. (laughs) It just hits you in the face. And I feel like as you're growing and stepping into this more and more, the people in your life who aren't showing up for that, it starts rubbing them in the wrong way. So then you get a lot of pushback in places that you may or may not be expecting, you know, while you're
1: growing. Absolutely. But that means there's more space for people who you know do resonate with
0: that and you guys connect on that level which is beautiful so true oh my gosh we could always just talk forever and go off in all these different directions (laughs) But um, (laughs) just kind of bringing back to what we were talking about and circling back around in a full circle moment you sharing and showing up for all of this beautiful personal self-development work that you have done and being able to give back and hold space for what you learned in that facility in Florida. Such a cool place in Florida to get to go mm. and experience a big transformation like that with yoga and healing and past life regression and to bring all of that into what you do on a daily basis tell everyone listening how they can find you with Deep House Yoga and we're going to have everything in the show notes as well but if they want to connect to these events what does that look like?
1: Yeah so we host events in Chicago and Los Angeles we do pop up events and then we'll also be working on a retreat for 2022 and also thinking about launching a membership site for some digital deep house yoga classes yes Um, i'm all about it
0: i'm there i'm there
1: (laughs) (laughs) deephouseyoga.us on instagram and that's also our website and you can find me at Alyssa Josie on instagram
0: you guys need to check this out you are going to flip out it's so good and so much fun Mm -hmm. it is always so inspiring and just joyful to get to speak with you and connect more it's always so so good Mm. I cannot thank you enough for coming on and talking and we're gonna have to revisit this again in other conversations because we have so many different avenues that we just go off on tangents and talk about but it's so so fun. I can't wait to see you shine doing your thing because you are such a light and impact in the world. So it's such an honor.
1: Right back at you. I'm so excited (laughs) to see what you're gonna build here and you're such a beautiful light and I feel so grateful to be connected with you.
0: Flowing with our topic this month of self-love, this conversation for me just illuminates the power of self-acceptance and connecting to what truly works for you. I am so inspired by Alyssa's work and how she shows up in the world. After that, I am ready for some deep house yoga. It is so, so good. You can learn more about Deep House Yoga and Alyssa in the links below. Thank you, my beautiful friends, for listening in. I'm so glad you're here. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you don't miss a single episode. We have more amazing guests and episodes coming your way and so much happening on Chaos and Calm. Tons of different programs, events, and other amazing things coming very, very soon. You can check out chaoscalm.com, And while you're there, make sure you check out all the free resources, tools, and inspiration. You can join in more of the conversation community by clicking the link below for the In The Calm community. All my love friends, I hope you have the most amazing week ahead. I'll see you soon.